welcome back to Lightshed Research, a podcast that puts our research notes in your ears for your convenience. September 15th, 2021. Apple event bores, 5G ads letters, and operators dial-up promos. The latest iPhone is out. That's still a major event for wireless operators and typically sets the tone for the competitive landscape heading into Q4. We talk about their promotions, replacement cycle trends for Apple, T-Mobile's transition to follower, and why your iPhone will have even more letters in the upper right corner. Boring. Apple's event was boring. It's always been an infomercial, but it's feeling even more like one each year. There is nothing exciting about the new iPhone. Yes, this is rude to thousands of engineer development hours, and I'm sure I'll get emails about some of these changes. Sorry, but it was boring. The most exciting part was the new light blue color. But upgrade rates on the rise. Our boredom doesn't matter. Upgrade rates, a reflection of the replacement cycle, inflected last year and are likely to rise again this year. The install base has old phones, and operators have returned to aggressive promotions. That likely translates to continued growth for Apple as long as the U.S. relationship with China does not escalate. We expect Greater China to grow more than 80% this year and account for 20% of Apple's 2021 revenue. Investors should also contemplate the impact to wireless operators of higher upgrade rates leveraged by more aggressive promotions. The accounting impact of phone payment plans should smooth the impact to reported EBITDA, but the impact on free cash flow could be notable. AT&T remains aggressive. Last year, AT&T was denigrated by its competitors and analysts for an aggressive iPhone trade-in offer to existing users. It was called uneconomic and unsustainable. AT&T not only sustained the offer over the past year, it increased the offer by $200 this year. The higher level enables a free iPhone Pro upgrade to existing users. Our Q4 and 2022 postpaid phone estimates for AT&T are above consensus. T-Mobile is now a follower. T-Mobile used to be the promotion leader. This was the uncarrier way. It changed several key elements of how the industry works. In 2017, T-Mobile pulled back on iPhone promotions and the industry followed. At the time, then-CEO and now-CEO Mike Sievert delivered a memorable quote. It turns out that free iPhones weren't a great way to get people to switch, said Sievert on September 14th of 2017. In 2020, T-Mobile closed the Sprint deal and became the follower. It was caught flat-footed on the 2020 iPhone launch day with no promotion, as AT&T was grabbing headlines and criticism for its aggressive promotion. This year, T-Mobile matched AT&T's headline $1,000 iPhone 13 Pro trade-in offer for both new and existing customers. It also topped AT&T by $100 for the iPhone 13. There's a catch. T-Mobile's offers require the high-end Magenta Max plan. AT&T's only requires an unlimited plan. T-Mobile's offer drops to $500 from $1,000 on lower-end plans. However, all offers are now extended to existing users following AT&T. Echoes of Sprint. T-Mobile also introduced the Forever Upgrade program, that guarantees device residual values for trade-ins every two years. We think that means you can get an above-market value for a beat-up trade-in. This sounds familiar to Sprint's 2014 iPhone for Life promotion, which offered annual and biannual upgrades. 
That promotion was targeted to Sprint's phone lease program, which T-Mobile is currently disassembling. Offers to existing users are apparently no longer uneconomic. Verizon trade-in offer trails its peers at $800. Yet, like T-Mobile, Verizon extended its trade-in promotion to existing subscribers this year to match AT&T. Verizon requires a select unlimited plan to qualify. It also offers an incremental $500 for switchers to help pay off any remaining contract balance. We suspect Verizon is still keeping gunpowder dry for the upcoming launch of C-band Spectrum. They appear comfortable with a moderate level of subscriber growth that is leveraged by migrating existing customers to higher rate plans. They are inducing this with content bundles and 5G. Is Spectrum more important than technology? T-Mobile is the latest carrier to add extra letters to the 5G indicator that appears in the corner of iPhones. When a phone utilizes T-Mobile's depth of spectrum, a UC indicator for ultracapacity will appear next to 5G. This mimics the UW indicator for ultra-wideband that Verizon shows when millimeter wave or C-band spectrum is used. They both follow a trend started by AT&T, which placed a small E indicator for evolution next to the 5G. In all three cases, these letters simply indicate the use of deeper spectrum. Perhaps rather than letters, operators should just generate a number indicating how much spectrum they have allocated to your phone at that moment in time. The promise of 5G is now the challenge of 5G. Apple's lack of 5G commentary at yesterday's event was noticeable compared to last year when Verizon's CEO Hans Vestberg was on stage touting Millimeter Wave and their ultra-wideband branding. As CNET's Roger Chang noted, Apple spent about 90 seconds during its 80-minute presentation talking about 5G. It's hard not to connect the addition of these UC and UW phone indicators as a manifestation of the marketing challenges generated by the underwhelming performance of early 5G deployments across the industry. We have drawn the parallel of the delight or relief that a consumer experiences when seeing an LTE indicator rather than 4G or 3G. Now, users presumably will be looking for a UC or UW on their phones. Let's hope the operators deliver noticeable service improvements when these letters appear. No SAT connectivity. Globalstar and Iridium's stocks had previously rallied on reports that satellite connectivity would be included in this year's iPhone. Some speculated that perhaps it was Globalstar Spectrum and not SAT connectivity that would be included in the phone. Globalstar Spectrum, which is wedged between Wi-Fi and T-Mobile, has been allocated for terrestrial use as 3G PPP Band 53. But Neither event happened. No satellite connectivity, no band 53. If satellite networks are supported in future iPhones, we believe Iridium would make the most sense given superior global coverage, its Leo constellation, and use of L band spectrum. One more thing on media spin. Earlier in the week, T Mobile issued a release claiming to double its footprint in national retailers. By our math, T Mobile is in approximately 600 Costco and 950 Best Buy stores. So adding 2,300 Walmart stores would more than double their presence. However, Sprint, which has been owned by T-Mobile since April of 2020, already has a retail presence in Walmart stores. So this is really just a rebranding exercise and possibly more expensive if it involves postpaid. 
According to Jeff Moore of Wave 7 Research, Sprint was already in 3,000 Walmart stores. If that's the case, then it appears to be a reduction in overall national retail, not a doubling. As a reminder, T-Mobile bought MetroPCS in 2013, and it pulled it from Walmart stores in 2015, claiming this distribution channel was too expensive. It's too early to conclude if this is an early warning sign of T-Mobile's need for growth, resulting in a return to higher cost distribution channels. Have a great week and talk to you soon.